Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Compton Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. And, you know, the crime junkies are just back. Um, <laughs> we have not been watching. We are planning for some crime shows coming this May. Um, so uh, be prepared for that. Um, it's also Asian Pacific Islander, National Asian Pacific Islander um history month heritage month in america so i hope everyone who is of asian and pacific islander origins has a great may may your way well-being be in peace in this pollen season um today we're gonna do something that i don't usually do i don't we usually don't do recaps of full series um when only one person has watched it like it's just kind of like a rant a review whatever but today i just had to give Marin all the tea <laughs> on this series this thai series called not me now if you were a bl um girly gay or they you know that gmtv in thailand creates lots of bls um the quality has been getting a little better over the years but i started this because it stars two of my favorite actors which are gun and off and i was just like why not jump into this i was seeing screenshots from my mutuals it looks good now here is the tea girl when i tell you i have not been gagged about a series in forever and me and i think you're gonna enjoy this we got a little crime going on we have a little mock song going on we got some mess but i'm gonna make this fun for marion so she's just not listening to me rant this is kind of a murder mystery so you gotta pay attention and i'm gonna ask you questions as we go along about who you think is the snake okay okay now um i guess we'll do a spoiler for you first did you watch the trailer you watched the trailer Mm -hmm. what did you think what were the vibes you were getting from the trailer um i was getting um what is it taking of somebody's identity and at the very end Mm -hmm. i was like because i was i had the english subtitles on and i was like i was like did he take this man's identity and then i went and read the synopsis i was like oh okay Um, oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and then i was seeing crime (laughs) i was seeing a little love story Mm -hmm. so i'll give y'all a quick synopsis of the story and i'll give it to a non-free spoiler then we'll just jump to this recap so this is a 14 episode 45 minutes an episode series from gm 25 you can find it on uh youtube in like 10 different languages um so black and white are twins with a powerful connection after their parents separation the white's father took him abroad their family effectively severed in two it is until 15 years have passed that white now grown returns to thailand now grown <laughs> one day seemingly from nowhere white feels an agony like death he recovers in the hospital but they're unable to determine the cause then he picks up a call from a childhood friend todd todd tells him that black is in a coma following a vicious attack and he learns that black is on a motorcycle gang unable to endure the harm done to his brother in silence and suspecting um, it was one of Black's close friends who betrayed him. White disguises himself as Black to the root, out the traitor. But White doesn't know his brother as well as he thought. He's um, not behaving like Black, and Sean, one of Black's friends, um, knows he's distrustful and uncaring about the feelings of others. Sean, suspicious um, of the difference, gets under sh- uh, Sean suspicious um, about the difference, and it gets under his skins, makes him um, starts to feel things he shouldn't now i listen now i've been a bl girly for a while and you know most bls are 
um, a lot of shows that come out of this network are very much rom-com, very much giving us brain rot. Um, once in every now and then they'll hit a gym and usually Gunn is in it. He's the male lead actor for this. Uh, mm-hmm. He plays the twins. And so I was like, okay, okay, we're doing a little identity theft. Um, I don't mind that. Listen, I y- y'all know I don't like identity theft or when pe- characters lie about their identity unless... It's, it's to find a snake. That is the only reason, you know, a little espionage is always good for the soul, right? So my spoiler for review for this show is that it's not perfect. <laughs> the show's not perfect. It's, um, this cast is, they're not rookies, but they're young. Um, they've all been working in this company for a very long time. So they're, they're, they're versed enough that the characters all come off very well. Gun, when I tell you gun bodied, the ability to be able to go back between twins because you know how you sometimes you watch actors who play twins and you're just like uh i'm not feeling it yeah. or i don't believe it right like it's not easy to distinguish who the characters are when i tell you even the way he, not even, it's not even just the way he talked it's the way he carried himself um his eyes everything bodied it um Gunning off, I didn't tell you this. Gunning off has been like in four or five different series where they've played a couple before, so I wasn't concerned about the romance part of this series whatsoever. <laughs> and then, um, you got a great supporting cast, and the director, um, I think it's Pinucci is her name, and she just she has the ability to bring out the best in these actors because sometimes they can get with directors and i'm just like oh you're not pushing them far enough so i recommend this series if you're in the mood for a little romance if you're in the mood for a little espionage but maybe you have to take your brain off at some points because what i tell you that some, some the plot holes <laughs> but even though it has a flawed storyline i believe this is a very fun series and if you need something to just binge i recommend it so man take a journey with me as we go through not me this series right mm-hmm. so i won't be recapping like every single moment and every single detail of every single episode that would take too long the only episode i'm kind of going to give you a real good rundown on this episode one so you just know where we're at okay. and where we're going okay the other ones i only have like six or seven bullet points per episode so episode one we open up on like two uh twins they're in a swimming pool they're racing they're having fun they were playing with their uh, childhood friend they look about to be middle school age and you get this voice over from a character and the character was like um me and my brother have always been connected we've been twins and so you're just like oh you know they're talking about twins and this connection and stuff like that so um black wins the little race right and so white was like i want to race again and black was like hot no i beat you i'm gonna beat you again so white's like whatever white starts to swim he gets a cramp he almost drowns and black who's like on the other side of the pool not in the pool but like on the other side of the facility Mm -hmm. starts to you know his heart's beating fast he feels faint and so the parents are you know concerned the mom was like i can't keep seeing them like this and so we learned from white that their parents were already in the middle of divorce but they used the connection of the their sons as an excuse to separate them it's like if they're together you know one of them dies both of them's gonna die you you know they're using their children as an excuse to be like our marriage is not working you know right and so um Dad takes White with him to Russia, and um, Black and their mom stay in the country. We learned that Dad is a, um, he's a 
what the fuck is this title? He's not a monarch. That's not what I'm thinking. He's um like an ambassador or something like between uh-huh. countries. And mom is a judge, right? So now we're skipping to the present. We skip into the present. We get to see White. You know, he's got on glasses. He's got his hair's a little fluffy, and he's in Russia. And he's like in bed with this girl. He's just talking about like, um, you know, my dad retired and he went back to Thailand, and you know, he wants me to come back to Thailand so I can be a diplomat. That's the name, a diplomat just like him. But he's like, I've never, I haven't been in Thailand in fifteen years. I don't even know that country like that. Um, but you know, he's gonna go back anyway because that's what his dad wants and white's a good boy so he's gonna listen to his father right so um they meet up they're at their like um the house they used to live in 15 years ago uh white gets there he's having you know memories of black and he's just like he asks his dad have you seen black have you contacted mom he's like um no you just need to get forget about black and your mother and i was like that is also your son okay (laughs) he's like forget about them they're not worth it they're not they don't need to be a part of your life and i was just like well he's a shitty father that's great to know (laughs) um so because he's doing all this so then um dad takes white to go meet his friends who are like um he doesn't know what they'd really do but he's just like oh these are people that you know you might see while we're like uh, where you're you know training to be this diplomat or whatever and so they're just having a conversation white is giving off very much a very a milder personality he kind of looks like a nerd but it's not really a nerd like he's dressed fashionably he has charisma he obviously gets you know he dates women all that good stuff but you know he's like a he's a chill type of personality right and so he's sitting there chatting with his father he gets up to go to the bathroom and all of a sudden his heart starts beating fast and we're cutting back and we get to see black for the first time who was running from somebody and um uh he's running from somebody and because black is getting beat up white feels all of his pain uh-huh. his nose starts to bleed you know he's on the floor his father's freaking out um and so he passes out, right? He wakes up in the hospital and the doctor was like, well, there's nothing wrong with them. We don't find anything in the scans. We can't really explain what happened, you know, but the dad and, you know, White know that something happened. I don't think nobody's saying it, but while White's in bed, he gets a call. He picks up the phone and it's Todd, his childhood friend, right from the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. And Todd is like, um, are you back? I said, like, I think he's like, you're back in Thailand, right? Black is in the emergency room and he was almost beat up to death. He's like, I don't know what the fuck happened, but I think you should get over here. So White rushes to um, another hospital. He meets Todd. He's asking Todd all these questions. He's like, I don't know. He's been hanging out with these wrong people. I don't know what the fuck is wrong. He pulls back the curtain. When I tell you that Black was beaten black I and I saw it blue, in that trailer and I said, Girl, oh my God. Like, I was like, they were trying to kill my man. Uh-huh. They were like... What has, what has, like, this is, like, the first jump into, like, what the fuck is going on? Because, like, when, usually when we see people in the emergency rooms, like, oh, they have, like, a bruises, stuff like that. When I tell you, like, his whole face was covered in bruises, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> what has Black been up to, right? And so, Todd is just like, I don't know what he's been doing. And we just kind of, like, we get the impression that White and Black have been living completely different lives, right? And, you know, Todd tells White that, you know, I think Black was being hunted down. He said something about, like, he's been doing dangerous stuff. I don't know the details about it. 
he's like blacks been dropping in and out of school he's cut off ties with his mothers and um you know these new friends who just don't seem to be good people and um so we get another flashback to white remembering how black used to always protect him black was the you know the more fiercer personality who protected his brother when they were bullied and he was like but you can't let anybody bully you you have to you know like you have to protect yourself i can't be there for you all the time and so remembering that white makes a vow to find the person who harmed black um by becoming him to investigate and so i'm saying like okay okay cool right we're gonna you know he takes off he takes pictures of um black while he's laying in the bed he takes out his earrings he takes pictures of his tattoos he goes to get the tattoos like and so you're like okay white is like i'm not gonna let anybody hurt my brother so he gets all the same piercings and then he heads back to black's apartment right and so i'm thinking (laughs) mostly when we do identity switches especially between twins who haven't seen each other 15 years you think um you think it would take a couple days, a couple weeks, a couple months? No. It's like two days. He gets tattoos and he's just like, I'm going to be black. And I'm sitting here like, nigga, with what information? <laughs> with with what confidence, my dear white, are you going to be your thug of a brother <laughs> that you haven't seen in 15 years, right? And so they get to black's apartment you know you see he's not living in he's not, he's living in a good apartment it's not the best apartment but he walks over to a desk and he sees a figurine one of them has a letter b on it letter has a g on it we're just gonna keep that in our memories tuck that away and so you know todd starts giving white tips about how who black is like he doesn't give a fuck about people um tells them who our friends are so now we're gonna meet our friends who are aka our suspects right mm-hmm. there are four friends that todd knows of he shows him a picture. One, we have Sean, who's our second middle lead. Sean is a econ student, I think he is. He's the head of the gang, the motorcycle gang or whatever. Um, I don't know what their relationship is. He's like, he's like, he's kind of curt. I don't really know what the relationship is. Then there's Graham, who is a law student who's in the same department as um Black, because Black is a law student. Mm-hmm. And then you have Yoke, who is a art student. So the four of them, the four of them are this gang. <laughs> um Oh, oh, I think Sean is political science. I said econ. He's political science. So, um, you know, he tells him all this information. He's like, I, you know, he's like, you have to, he's like, if you're going to do this, you got to do this, you know, well, right? Todd is like, and then White's like, motivation is basically to find who hurt Black and put him behind bars, okay? So, he goes to school and there's this poster of this guy named Tawai, right? And we Mm -hmm. learn that Tawai is this, you know typical monopoly big-headed corporation dude who has political ties some people like him some people don't you know like most fucking billionaires um and so he's at school this is the, like the next day he's just at school he's at black nobody knows black as a twin and i'm sitting here like <laughs> i'm like i'm i just kept thinking why you're why it's gonna get caught because like there's no way in hell <laughs> that you can pretend to be a man that you've never met that you haven't met 15 years so he's there and suddenly grandma's there and grandma's like you know like yo we have class where the fuck have you been and why don't you answer your phone and then <laughs> and he's talking like and they're looking at this poster of Tawai, and grandma's vaguely like i can't wait for our plan to go in action um to fuck with Tawai. he's like yeah i can't believe you can't with this plan and so white is sitting here like i have no idea what you're talking about but she's <laughs> trying not to make it <laughs> he's trying not to make it obvious and i'm just like this man is going to get caught right so Graham because Graham was like hugging 
um white he smells him he's like are you wearing perfume and why does your skin look better <laughs> he's like you know we have a and he's like you know we have a quiz today he, he's like yeah but we gotta get to class he's like he's like we gotta get to class we have a quiz they get to class and they meet the like graham's ex is also in like the um class and they're just mm-hmm. talking and he's like you forgot we had a quiz today what i the funniest part of this scene is that the teacher comes in right she's like okay it's time for your quiz let's review she turns on a powerpoint Marin, i kid you not this woman skipped every slide she says we're gonna be doing this 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 and this time for the quiz i was like is this how professors are in thailand god damn <laughs> So they do the quiz and Graham was like, okay, we got to go because we got to get ready for the night. And so <laughs> Graham like jumps over the wall instead of like walking down the thing and, <laughs> and white sits on the wall and jumps down. And then because there's, they're a motorcycle gang. And I was like, white didn't even learn to fucking ride a motorcycle before. <laughs> so he makes up some excuse. So Graham looks at him. He's like, where's your bike? He's like, oh, it's broke. I left it at home. He's like, the fuck <laughs> he's like we have this thing we're doing tonight he's just like um it's okay i'll just ride with you he's like you know and then graham points out like points out literally says to him he's like you're acting weird i don't know why you're acting weird he's like i'm surprised at you but like i like this version of you whatever so <laughs> they go up to this garage this would be their hideout for the the entire show right uh-huh. they pull up to this garage and yoke is there and um you know Usually white wouldn't be so crass or brass with somebody, but he, you know, he, you know, white, it's like, you know, where the fuck, not white, but, um, Yoke is like, where the fuck have you been? And, you know, he's just, you know, making jokes, being selfish, making, you know, crass, you know, like crass behavior, like he thinks black would be. So while the guys are kind of just like setting up for whatever plan they got tonight, you know, white finds these bullets and he's like, well, this is much more dangerous than I realized. So he continues to look around the garage. He goes up to the second floor. He's about to open this door and Sean opens it. And this is funny to me because the drama does this a lot. Sean opens the door and they like literally like kind of like not fall into each other's arms, but like they're like extremely close. Like the proximity between them, like, Uh like, um, disappears in an instant and i'm like oh okay this is the romance they're like very clearly this is going to be a thing um and you know sean's like what the fuck are you doing in my room and he's, he's like why are you trying to get in my room and white's like oh i mistaken for the bathroom he's like stop fucking with me and sean lifts his hand to like hit white mm-hmm. who's black um and you know he flinches and that's something black would never do but sean's like what the hell is wrong with you you know um so, you know, Sean goes to fix a bike and White, like, is doing all these things that's obvious that he's never been in this garage before. Like, he he brings Sean oil and he accidentally hits a pan of oil. And White's like, no, not White, but Sean is like, bitch, you know the oil's gonna be right here. What the fuck is wrong with you? And so they have this cute little scene, right? Or whatever. They're giving us romance in between a lot of the mess that I'm going to put out to you. I'm not going to point it all out, but just know there is flirting happening. It, they're not saying it's flirting right now. It seemed like Sean and Black don't get along, and White know that, but you know that's how they are, right? Um. So then the crew. So then we have Gumpa, who is the head of the garage, right? And mm-hmm. so he's like, he's giving the crew fake license plates and fake masks, and White trying to figure out what the hell they're doing. You know those like um civilian bombs you make in glass. Uh, you know. Uh... That makes fires start and so they're uh-huh. obviously preparing to do some illegal ass activity and um they start to mention a house and um everybody's different roles and sean is like black you right with me let's go we're gonna go burn down to wise house <laughs> and i was just like 
what do you mean we're gonna go burn down? That's literally the end of episode one. Is <laughs> them all ready to roll it out? It's like we're gonna go burn down Twice House, and I was like, come again, <laughs> come the fuck again. So I kind of put episode two and three all in one, right? So basically, what happens is these four four college students. <laughs> This is where the plot starts to get weird. Have decided that they're going to go burn down to Wise house um, in the middle of the forest. To basically bought this forest. He kicked out all the native people that lived there and built this house, but nobody's living in it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so as like a social justice, a political statement, the kids, the kitties, our little crew are like, we're going to burn that bitch down. <laughs> and I'm like, in the middle of the forest? Um, children, have we thought this through? Of course they have. <laughs> well, they have. So they ride out, you know, halfway, to, like almost straight to the forest. They stop at this abandoned building. They're getting this oil. And White, who is like concerned out of his motherfucking mind, calls Todd. He's like, Todd, these motherfuckers are finna go burn down somebody's house. And Todd's like, what? <laughs> he's like, I don't know. And so he's on the phone with Todd and then Sean pulls up. And he immediately hangs up. He's like, what are you doing? He was like, nothing. I was just, you know, getting prepared or whatever. So Yoke has guaranteed them that there's nobody in the house, right? Mm-hmm. So they go to the house. They start pouring gasoline and shit. But when we get to the house, we get to see that there's somebody in there who's doing like a political painting, like a mm-hmm. political graffiti art or whatever. Yeah. And they didn't see him when they before they burned the when they, before they set the house on fire, right? So this guy, you know, he's wrapping up his graffiti. He doesn't hear them. They don't hear him. They pour gasoline everywhere. They come out. They throw in the little civilian bombs. The shit goes ablaze. They're backing up, you know, to make sure everything's okay. And White looks up and sees the painter. And he's like, somebody's in the fucking house. So White runs back in. The boys go and, like, drench themselves in water. And they go back. He's like, you go get the guy who's in there. I'm going to go find Black. Sean gets Black. Yoke gets this painter, right? Mm Mm-hmm. This is funny as hell to me because in the middle of this political, this not political, in the middle of this dangerous ass situation, of course, Yoke gets sprung. When I tell you, I laughed. So they pull the dude out, right? And he has on like you know like the 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 gas mask that they wear to like do spray paint and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And so just looking at his eyes, Yoke just like, who are you? Do you work for Twy? But he's like kind of mesmerized by him. And I'm like, damn, bitch, we've been here for two seconds and you already, already a little um attractive but i'm like do your bullshit right do your bullshit yoke um, um sean gets white they come out of the house and you know white goes off you know he's like what the fuck you said nobody was in the house he's like well, we gotta get out of here we gotta get out of here we gotta get out of here so they get out of here they get back to the place where they had picked up the oil or whatever um and you know they're yelling at each other he's like bitch you said there was nobody there he's like how was i supposed to know that dude was there like he was painting and so they're like yelling and screaming at each other he's like but there's no cameras nobody else saw us nobody else like you know we should be good right Mm -hmm. and white declares well white aka being black is basically Mm -hmm. just like i'm leaving the group i can't do this shit no more (laughs) and i'm like you've been here for a day (laughs) but like i don't blame you because you came here unprepared you had no idea what was gonna happen right so he like kind of leaves the group he goes back home um to his dad but while he's gone um black in the hospital has a health crisis 
And this causes White to almost pass out. He's like, okay, I can't just give up this easily. I have to find who did this to my fucking brother, right? And so while he's at Black's apartment, Sean comes up. Sean is like, look, I know shit didn't go as planned, but, you know, you know, it's like, and I know you don't like me being the leader and making plays. Like, but the thing is, the Black is the one who planned all of this, right? So mm-hmm. it's even more valid that for White to be angry because it's like, y'all fucked up my plan by not being sure, right? And so, you know, we check back in on Yoke, who is sprung. He cannot stop thinking about that painter. I'm like, damn, babe. Love at first sight. <laughs> and so pretending to be Black, White still has to be White, right? So White came back to be a diplomat, right? And so he we get to see these scenes of him preparing to take like this test to like work in government offices and stuff like that and so uh you know his father's like don't even worry about it like like he's like his father's basically just being like like you're already gonna get hired you don't have to be concerned you don't have to be nervous and so he meets this guy who's also doing interviews too and they're talking about um they're talking about people in power and how you know like he had to work really hard to like get these interviews or even get like a spot to like even you know come and take this test and so he like he hates rich kids and all of that stuff and the interviewer not the interviewer but somebody comes out and he calls white by his last name he's like are you do you happen to be related to the the diplomat with the last name and white says yes and the guy looks at him with disgust and white was like i have never had somebody you know when most people hear my father's name they're like oh my god that's your that's your dad your dad's great he's like this is the first time i've ever seen somebody look at me with like hate because of who i am so he goes into this interview only to realize it's that these are the friends that his father introduced to him when he first got to Thailand. He's like, I can't believe, you know, even if white, um, white just realizing he's been highly favored and he has so much privilege and, you know, comparing this to the life that blacks have, um, you know, you know, this group of, this group of people who, cause like the kids, like there's like conversations that Graham and, white have where he's just talking about law and talking about like how law is never in our favor and power corrupts people and our country is corrupt and white's realizing he's a part of that problem right he argues with his dad basically he's like i can't believe you know he's like he's like why would you introduce me to my bosses without even telling me he's like he's like this is the life that's meant for you like this i worked so hard so you can do all this shit and so white and his dad basically have a falling out and he goes back to the garage as black he's at the garage right and goompa is practicing shooting and so he's just like i just need a place to stay i don't need to um go anywhere else and then goompa looks at white he looks at his hands. He's like, why are your hands so smooth? Where did you like remove all your calluses and stuff like that? Cause black was working with them in the garage and stuff. And then he looks at white and he introduces himself as the owner of the garage. And I'm sitting here. Does Goompa know? Like I was confused. I was like, he's like, I'm Goompa. I'm the head of the garage, you know? And you know, we're doing what we're doing. Make political statement. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, you're welcome here and all that stuff. And I'm like, does this bitch know? And I'm like, well, yeah, probably because <laughs> white. I mean, white's doing a decent job that the friends are kind of, kind of like you know buy, buying it because nobody knows black. Like, if you showed up, Marion, and you were acting differently, mm-hmm. and you never told me that you had a twin, I like I wouldn't think that you were yeah. a twin, like you were somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not where my mind is jumping to. <laughs> Right, like, my mind is like, oh, this bitch is a twin. She's not Marion. It's an evil doppelganger. Like, that's not what I'm thinking. I'm thinking something's wrong with Marion. Or, like, she had some kind of life crisis. You know, that's what that where my, where my head would go. So, 
you know, Sean and White end up sharing a room, which ensues more cute moments. And, you know, I think White asked Sean something along the line of why we're doing this or something like that. He's like, I don't like you because you have a fucking mother who's a judge. So you don't get to talk to me about, you know, honorable shit and stuff like that, right? So we're at episode four. Sean and White spend the night together in their, their new shared room. And then all of a sudden, bitch, a smoke bomb is thrown into the room. I was like, oh, shit. It's going down. I don't know what's going down. Did you bitches get caught on camera? Are these the cops? I was concerned. And, you know, it's crazy because, like, um, White basically, you know, saved Sean because Sean was, like, getting choked out by the bomb. But they, you know, they managed to make it out the room. And it was just Goompa testing them. And I was just like, bitch. You couldn't come up with a different test? Why would you why would you throw like wake them out of their sleep, right? And so they're like, you know, they're mad at Goopa, but they know why he like they understand why he did it. But Sean points out to, you know, White, he's like the old black would have never saved me. And we get a flashback to where like um Sean and Black were doing something and they got caught by security and Black left his ass. And I was just like, oh, Black was that bitch. <laughs> he was like, I'm not for to save you. We've agreed that if somebody gets caught, the other one gets away free, right? So White, you know, is continuing to go to school with Black. He starts looking through Black's phone and he finds a video of his um, girlfriend named Eugene and he decides to go meet her um, after talking to Todd. And so when White goes to Todd, Todd's in this big rise building, you know, he's like, did you rent out this place? He's like, no, nah, it's my dad's. He, you know, I inherited my dad's fortune. And I was like, oh, Todd, big balling bucks. I'm like, okay, cool. Our, you know, our old friend has money. So if, you know, White is in need, I'm sure White's not broke, his dad being a diplomat. But, you know, <laughs> more people in power, I guess, the better, right? So he's like, yeah, I, I would go talk to Eugene. I would go meet her or whatever, because she probably knows more about Black than anybody else, right? And so the crew is like, well, we burned down to White's house. You know, it's kind of making a little buzz, but we need to have another mission, right? Mm-hmm. And so... <laughs> Guess how they decide to plan who gets to plan the next mission. You know that. (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, I'm like guessing the way in which they decide to plan the next mission. They, you know, the crocodile tour where you push down the teeth until somebody is bitten. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) They use that in this kind of like semi intense scene to see who's going to plan the next mission. White, aka white, black wins, but he says to Sean, I want to see how far you're willing to fuck up to why so you get to lead this one right so um white goes to see eugene at her studio you know he runs away from her but then they arrange to meet at black's apartment um they meet and i'm just i'm just sitting here watching the scene and i said for the love of god for the love of my sanity and yours please do not have white fuck his brother's ex that's just i was like that's all i can want out of this <laughs> jesus so um eugene and you know white me at the apartment she's like why'd you run away the other day um he's just like um i don't know i just wasn't ready to see you he doesn't really say anything and she's like oh well they they kiss and i was just like please let it go there stop it <laughs> Um, you know, and White's trying to figure out, like, what happened between them. She's like, well, you... He's like, the last time we talked, you literally broke up with me. You wouldn't tell me what happened. You said you were doing something dangerous. And so White was like, okay, so my, you know, Black was trying to protect his girl or whatever. And so, um, you know, she's kind of, like, ready to do the do in the mood. And so... Mm-hmm. 
White just basically kind of gets her drunk and gets her to go to sleep because he notices that while she's there, she keeps texting people. She's ignoring calls, um, you know, but, you know, she's also kind of suspicious because she's like, why aren't you calling me correctly? Like, you're not saying our pet name. And White's like, what the fuck was their pet name? But he basically gets her drunk. She's ready to throw down, but she just passes out before anything happens. He goes through her phones and sees her texting someone who is asking her if she's meeting up with Black, you know, meet me tomorrow morning. He's like, oh, this is suspicious, right? Mm-hmm. So night rolls over to the morning. The next morning, she leaves without saying a word. White goes to follow her and finds her meeting with Graham. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, bitch, is that Graham? And at first I was like, okay, they could be friends or whatever because this is Black's like girlfriend, right? They hug, bitch. Like they hug and and White's immediately like, oh, so something's going on because what the fuck you're like they hug in a way that's just like it's semi-friendly but it can be very misleading Mm -hmm. especially like if you like you like it was just whatever it was they hug and i was like john floor john floor um so we had episode five white calls todd to update him he's like i don't know graham is my biggest suspect right now because him and you know black's ex are a thing and you're just kind of like this is this is weird and i'm like okay okay graham seems like a good suspect graham has you know graham is a law student too so he's been the one who's been hanging out with um you know white the most so i mean if anybody's gonna do it so you know when they a lot of people think that most crimes happen randomly. 80% of crime is done by somebody, you know. Let's just put that out there, right? And so, you know, White returns to the garage and he goes back to the room to find Sean's, um, she's not Sean's girlfriend. I just like to say she's Sean's some. Her name is Namo, but like they're not dating, but they're like kind of hanging around each other, you know, nekoani, nekoini, nekokatano, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, t- they have a little tiff because like uh, t- tiff because um, White is like, I don't want nobody in my goddamn bed. <laughs> like on my spot. <laughs> it's a cute little scene or whatever. But um, they go to school the next or the 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 you know, the next scene is White at school and he asks Graham to help him study for a test. Oh, no. This is... They decide to train, right? So they do this... They're like... It's not parkour training. But like, you know... Um, our boys are very serious about keeping their health up. So they like spar and train from like jumping to buildings and buildings. And I'm like, oh, okay. At least we're not going into this like vigilante justice shit unprepared. Um, you know? So White's learning more about Black's life through training with the guys. He's just like... Oh, so Black was, like, really dedicated to, like, being prepared for whatever situation comes their way. You know, he jumped, you know, he's, like, he's learning to stop being um, afraid of situations or, like, learning to curb his fear for death because, um, you know, he jumps across a building and, you know, the guys are chill or whatever. After training is done, um, White asks Graham to help him go study, right? White and Graham leave. And <laughs> Sean basically, you know, he says, you know, we're training for fear instead of bravery. But Sean also points out, he's like, Black is acting weird, right? Black is acting weird. And Yoko's like, yeah, he's kind of acting weird. But Gupa is like, you're acting weird. When the fuck have you ever been so interested <laughs> in Black? He's mm-hmm. like, why are you keeping tabs on him all of a sudden? And Yoko's like, mm-hmm, bitch, you're a little, you're a little too invested or whatever. So it's like, obviously, White's doing a job. I don't know if he's doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Honestly, bitch, he should have been caught, like, in episode two because <laughs> like i'm like are is white good or are black's friends just dumb i don't know but at the same time i completely get it that they 
if they don't know, they don't know a black has a twin. So him acting out weirdly, he was like, you know, maybe he had a life or death experience or some shit. But like, anyway, back at Graham's place, white, and they continue to have this debate about law, right? They, they're debating about all these different laws and tie and how it's, um, you know, justice and all this good stuff. And Graham's getting annoyed because white is, um, instead of like agreeing with him, which black would usually do, like they they were always in the same train of thought. White is like, but why are we doing this? He's like, I want to, you know, white is like, I want to understand why we're doing what we're doing so other people can understand as well. Because if we just keep doing shit and nobody understands why we're doing it, nobody's going to support us, right? Yeah. But, you know, Graham gets annoyed and leaves the room. And White's like, oh, now it's my time to search. So he starts searching Graham's room and, um, he starts searching Graham's room and he finds this letter. And the letter says, I'm sorry I think of you more than a friend. And guess what? Two images are on this um, letter. The two figurines that White found in Black's room in episode one. Remember, one of them had a G on it and one of them had a B on it. And I, when I said, when my jaw was on the floor, I said, I should have put two and two together. But we found out his girlfriend's name was Eugene. I'm sitting here like, oh, this is a mess. And I'm like, wait, but if Graham loves black, then he should for sure know this bitch is not black. <laughs> for sure no, Right? And so this confuses White even more. He's like, if you love black, then what the fuck is going on between you and Eugene? Right? Yeah. Like, my nigga's confused. And I'm like, I'm confused for you, White. So White leaves and Grim immediately calls Sean. He's like, um, something's wrong with this man. <laughs> He's like, we need to talk about him. Something's up afoot, a, a right? And I'm like, okay, okay. The boys aren't dumb as I thought they were. So um, we get a call from Todd, right? And Todd tells White that the, Todd, the, Todd is childhood best friend. Todd tells White that the thugs who beat up Black have been caught. They've been arrested. And they're just claiming that it was an altercation. And I was like, an altercation? Y'all beat that man into a coma. I don't think it was an altercation, right? Todd and White both agree um, that they think it's Tawai. That Tawai sent... Um, that maybe Tawai caught on to something. Or maybe they had something on Black. And that's who harmed him because um you know when when white showed up as black at the garage nobody was surprised to see him right mm-hmm. like if there was a snake you would think you would think they'd be like the fuck are you doing walking around <laughs> that's what or, i was thinking right was like, okay if any one of them were the ones that beat him up then they would have been like sir how are you walking right now right right or maybe i don't know maybe the the snake is good at hiding because at this point I was like we got suspects but maybe I don't know if any of them are like primary right mm-hmm. um Todd also tells White that their mom and Black got into a huge falling out since um you know Black started doing illegal shit mm-hmm. you know she's a judge that's kind of you know understandable um White never told anybody so Todd but Todd is just like I don't, he's like I get that you're like Todd is also being like bitch this is dangerous but i support you and i'm like i guess so best friend because but like i like i get it because he's also taught like he also taught white how to ride a motorcycle he's like you have to you like you he just keeps asking him you know this shit is dangerous right you know what you're doing but white is like i gotta find the motherfucker who did this to my brother he's like all right i'm not gonna you know stop you vehemently but like just you know be careful um but 
you know, he's just trying to also figure out like um, why, you know, why this is working basically because he's like well why it's like i never told anybody about black because it was too painful so he assumes that his brother never did the same thing so there's very little chance of him getting caught right and we're like todd's like all right now bitch don't get killed <laughs> so we jump over to yoke right now when i tell you my nigga yoke is sprung <laughs> my my nigga yoke is just he cannot get this painter and his eyes out of his head, right? And so, because this guy is a political, um, like, uh, you know, artist, he has an Instagram. And so, whenever he paints something or graffiti something, he uploads it on Instagram. So, every time he uploads, when I tell you, Yoke finds that location with a swiftness, bitch, he's like, I gotta find him. I gotta go find him. Now, he found him once, right? And the dude still is like, who the fuck are you? Why are you following me? He's like, the police think that I'm the one who set the building on fire because my painting was there. He's like, listen, listen, I'm just trying. He's like, I know you don't work for Tawai. I just want to talk. I just want to make sure you're okay. I want to say I'm sorry. I'm like, no, bitch, you're in love. That's what that is. Because there's no reason you should be following this man around the city, right? And so... Duran, um, he even goes to Namo, who is like Sean's um, son or something, and she's also a graffiti artist. He's like, so where would you tag next? And so he basically finds Duran in the middle of tagging, and they're talking, and security pulls up, and so they have this little moment, like, in a cramped space, but, like, um, basically, Duran, like, you know, hits Yoke in the stomach and goes off because, like, he don't know this man. And I'm like, purr, Duran, you don't know who the fuck that is. Yoke is being kind of creepy, but it's like... <laughs> But like I like that's kind of dangerous for him to know where he is, right? And mm -hmm. so as he's running, Grand drops his wallet. Yo picks that shit up, Mary, and pulls out a cop ID. I said, not the five oh, <laughs> not the five oh. You're telling me that 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 the political painter who was going around making paintings about police being corrupt and shit like that is a cop himself. Yeah. Bitch, my jaw was on the floor. I was like, how, 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 how? I was like, I was like confused. I was like, yo, bitch, you were going around following a cop. Y'all ass could have got arrested. I was just like, I was, girl, that was the big, like, when I say I did not see that coming, that, that's something I did not see coming. My, I was like, no, 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 no. But, you know, Yoke is like, He's a fucking cop. Right, bitch. Yoke same, right? So we jump back to White, who goes back to his um Black's apartment. He's chilling. He suddenly gets a call from Sean. Sean's saying, you have to come back. Something's wrong at the garage. And White's like, what, what, what's wrong? And before you can answer, the phone cuts off. White's like, oh, fuck. So he goes to the garage and then all of a sudden basically gets jumped and tied with a bag over his head. And I'm like, there's not a moment of peace. <laughs> not a moment of peace for the crew. So... White's got the sack over his head. His hands are tied. Um, he can hear some dudes in front of him, but next to him is Sean. And Sean is also restrained. And so Sean's like, White, he's the um black, black, you gotta untie me, you gotta untie me, and black moose untie him. And the thugs basically, hey, what the fuck are y'all doing? So they pull the the hoods off of both their heads and they start like be they're, they're, they basically pull out a gun and point it to Sean and um, he's like, we know who you, and the dog's like, we know who you are, we know what you've done, tell us who, like, tell us where the others are, tell us who they are, tell us who they are, you know, they pull a gun to Sean's head, and White, you know, White's quiet, but he's like, oh, fuck, he's like, he says the other members' names, and he says the gang, and he's just like, I, he's like, I'll tell you everything, and Sean looks at, um, Black, who's White, and goes, 
what the fuck? I can't believe you just said that. And White's looking at him like, what the fuck are you looking at him like, what the fuck are you talking about? All of a sudden, Yoke and Graham come out. They're like, why did you say that? We always promise not to tell nobody to come to find out these bitches are testing him. I said, and White's looking at them like, y'all can suck a dick. Because what was I supposed to do? Just sit here and let them kill Sean? The fuck? They're like, he's mad at them. They're mad at him. And so um, he's like, you know, Goompa's like, don't be upset. They were just trying to test you. The church is trying to get your support. You know, Goompa's our little peacemaker because, you know, these are four hot-headed college kids. And so um, Yoke and Grandma are like, this is, you know, this is not what we do. You're not supposed to tell anybody. You're supposed to keep us all safe. And White's like, okay, cool. What the fuck? He's like, but are you really finna die for your beliefs? For this little, this little vigilante vandalism we're basically doing. He's like, I'm not finna let, you know, he's like, people's lives be on the line, right? And he's explaining to Yoke and Graham that if we can explain our actions to the people, they will never support us. Now, mind you that they're preparing for another mission, right? They've been preparing for this mission like for like an episode and a half. Nobody knows what the mission is. Sean will not tell anybody, right? So after this test or whatever, Sean finally breaks down the plan. They're going to sneak into Tawai's drink manufacturer and sabotage a batch of drinks with a bunch of bitter shit to get people mad at Tawai so they'll stop buying his stuff. Um, okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, the four of you? Okay. <laughs> um, and Sean says that if he could trade his life for Tawai's downfall, he will. So we're getting a little bit more information. Um, we get to see the next scene, which is Sean and I think Yoke talking. And we get to find out that Sean's father was killed as a drug runner for Tawai. So basically, Sean's father worked for Tawai. He was running drugs. When he got pulled over by the cops, the cops found the drugs. He ran off. He got, you know, killed in the line of fire. And Tawai went off scot-free. So Sean is willing to lay his life down to give vengeance for his daddy. So we're like, oh, Okay. So they start this plan. Yoke and Graham are like back up as Sean and, you know, White or AKA Black are the people who sneak into the, you know, um, the facility. And Goopa's like always on backup for if they got to, you know, zip, zip, zippity doo dah, right? Mm-hmm. So before they left, White tasted this bitter shit. He's like, I don't think we should be putting this into harm, you know, you know, um, innocent people who are just going to buy Tawai's drinks. And, you know, he's like, this shit is bitter. And he's like, um, but it's like, it doesn't kill you. It's just bitter tasting. He's like, but still, if we do something like this without any explanation that harms people, nobody's going to want to be on our side. He keeps trying to, he's been saying this over and over again, right? Mm-hmm. But the crew is not listening. They're going to follow Sean's plan. They sneak into the manufacturer. Sean is willing to not hurt innocent people, but he like he knocks out security guards and stuff like that and ties them up. He's not killing anybody. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's a little gray moral area. And so Sean is like, I'm going to watch the security cameras. You're going to go and pour this bit of shit into the tank. And so the plane, you know, almost goes south because White almost get caught. But he goes to the the tank for the drinks. And instead of pouring it in, he just takes pictures of it. Um, and he goes back to meet up Sean. And Sean's like, Sean's like, what the fuck? Why did you pour the drinks in? But they almost get caught by security. So Yoke and Graham make a distract distraction with fireworks. They use those a lot. <laughs> um, fireworks. And uh, they, you know, everybody gets away, gets away. And they head back to their bikes on the street. And so Sean is livid. Once they outrun security, Sean 
starts beating the shit out of White. He's trying to run away from him. Sean catches him and chokes this man, almost chokes his this man to death. Like, he's, like, got him in a headlock. And Yoke and Grandma are like, hey, stop. Hey, stop. You're going to kill him. And, you know, White was like, I thought I almost died. So that's the end of episode six. Now we're at episode seven. Um, Sean basically almost chokes um, White out within an inch of his life. And Grandma's like, listen, your plan wasn't going to work in the first place. Um, we gotta get the fuck out of here. So they get away from the thing. Uh, I think it's Yoke, not Yoke, but, um, White goes back to the garage. Graham, um, and Sean, they spend the night at Graham's house. Not, uh, not at Graham's house. Oh, well, no, at Yoke's house. I'm sorry. At Yoke's house. And Yoke's mom is deaf, right? And so, <laughs> um, she comes in the next morning after work and, you know, Yoke is asking how was work, and we learned that she was working for Tawai. She was working for Tawai. Tawai hires, you know, disabled people to work at his factory. She's like, he's a good man, and somebody caused chaos last night, and his Yoke is like, mama, you don't need to work for that man. You'll be fine. We'll find you another job. And Sean, seeing that, apologizes to Yoke. He's like, I made your mom lose a job, which tells you that Sean really didn't have any forefront about the effects of the shit that he was doing, right? He just wanted revenge. So, White um i think he i don't know who he's talking to but white basically sends all the evidence the pictures they took last night um oh well one the screen not screenshots but screenshots of the cctv cctv footage of like yoke and graham start going around it doesn't have their faces in it you know like it's grainy bad cctv footage and it's just pictures of them lighting fireworks and shit and so some people were like oh yes go get to white fuck his ass up (laughs) and white basically sends all of his evidence that he gathered, you know, from the plant to a social justice group, which spreads the words about these these vigilantes, and then a huge protest happens outside of Twice Company. And so the boys are finally kind of seeing, because they've explained themselves, because they've kind of like um spearheaded this thing, they get to see the the fruits of their labor. Like they've been going after Twice for a while, and you know, there are tons of other, you know, um, oppressed people who are with them, right? Mm-hmm. And so at the protest, Eugene, who is Black's ex, meets up with White and White asks her what, what was between her and Graham and she says when they broke up the first time, Graham comforted her, they ended up kissing and, you know, she, she you know, she just like don't, you know, stop being friends with him because of me and all of that stuff. But she asked for clarification um, about what happened. She's like, are we a thing? Are we not a thing? But White doesn't answer because he doesn't want to trick her. And, you know, if Black broke up with her to protect her, he doesn't want to, like, you know, start, like, giving her any new feelings or anything like that. So he just doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And she gets the the gist that they're over, right? The protest is like going on and there's there's LGBTQ like runway and rally and people are just like, you know, celebrating and you know it's a it's a you know a great space for the people in the kids neighborhood. Sean finally shows up um during like the uh LGBTQ fashion show and he and White has this like cute moment under the rainbow flag. And so a cute moment after he almost <laughs> joked it out. <laughs> listen, listen. I was like, you're not gonna apologize. We're not gonna say shit. They just kinda like have this moment where they look at each other and like White is so happy to like to just see like his brother I I mean just just see the protests and stuff like that. That they that they don't even I think he apologizes later. I don't remember but yeah, no. <laughs> Absolutely. 
absolutely nothing happened. But they like hold hands under the rainbow flag and they're just like in the moment, right? And so the next day in class, Yoke's class, Yoke is in art class, he's in class. Um, an administrator comes in and says, um, there's a cop outside that wants to see Yoke. And Yoke is like, a what? <laughs> so Yoke goes outside, Uran handcuffs him and takes him to his hideout, right? Um, they basically start flirting or whatever. And he's like, I agree not to tell anybody that you set Tawai's house on fire and you agree not to tell anybody I'm Uran. And so Yoke was like, cool, but you got to pay me back for handcuffing me and be dragging me to this hideout because I thought my life was over. <laughs> and he says, well, um, he wants him to be a model for his uh, final project. And so Sean does end up apologizing because he shows up at Black's apartment um, to drink and talk about what happened, right? So question, lovely Marin, our detective, mm-hmm. episode seven, do you think you know what a snake is? No. <laughs> um, unless it's... I don't know why I don't trust Todd because I don't think any of his friends did anything. But okay, that's who okay. right now who I'm thinking about. Okay, one point for Todd. People at home, if you're listening right now, t- tweet us and tell me who you think the snake is. And don't tweet me if you've already seen the show. <laughs> don't spoil it, right? So now we're in episode eight. Sean apologizes to White. I remember it was apology. He tells White about his dad, and he's just like, you know he's like i have to take twy down if it you know kills me i have to take twy down and so all of a sudden white stands on the bed and falls and sean catches him he's like what the fuck was that he's like it's a trust fall you trust me like if you trust me we're gonna do this together you don't have to be so worried about it you know we're in this shit together and we're just like oh cute back to yoke and our cop buddy uran basically yoke has uran stripped nakedly naked he's like you know he's He's drawing him, whatever, for this painting. And Yuran basically has a breakdown. Because he's, like, you know, in this vulnerable position. And he's, like, I feel like I'm confessing everything to you. And we're, like, what are you confessing? But, you know, he's crying, whatever. And they have this moment. And I'm, like, oh, per, we love to see pretty people together. So Sean sleeps over, right? Sean sleeps over at uh, Black's place. He wakes up the next morning. He looks around. You know, he's, I think he's so suspicious of him or whatever. But he looks around the apartment. He finds White's backpack, finds the eyeglasses and the contacts. He's like, hmm, I didn't know this bitch couldn't see. So White wakes up only to find himself (laughs) handcuffed to the headboard. And I said, how the fuck did you sleep through that? (laughs) It's not even handcuffed. It's like tied with cloth. Like his wrists are tied with cloth and they're tied to the headboard. And I was like, bitch, that alcohol, that whiskey must have knocked you the fuck out. (laughs) Because... and um and so basically white's like what the fuck are you doing sean and sean is like hmm you think long and hard about why i've done this to you and then it proceeds to leave and i was just like poor white is stuck to this bed he tries to like get a lighter off his nightstand to get himself out and you know somebody opens the door he throws a pillow he's like sean you shithole and it's just todd and todd is like uh <laughs> what it's, what happened he's like untie me i don't talk about it um they untied him and, you know, Todd is like, why the fuck didn't you tell me about this raid at the manufacturers? He was like, nigga, I didn't know until the night of, but you know, it's fine. We're good. He's like, are you any closer to finding a suspect? He's like, no, nah, not really. And so um, we cut to a scene. Graham tells White, aka Black, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm sorry for kissing Eugene. Like, I didn't like y'all are, you know, I think you should apologize to her. She still loves you. You should, you know, 
like can you forgive her and black was like no we're over it's 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 gucci my nigga (laughs) we good and so sean ends up coming into graham and uh white's classroom because their school lecture for the day is none other than motherfucking twy twy comes in he's talking about being a good person and you know being in business and sean who can't stand to see this motherfucker pretending you know he starts asking him about the scandals questions and then he confronts him in the bathroom right he's like i'm the man she's like i'm the son of the man who took the fall for you for running drugs to why never cracks he's like your dad was a drug dealer i'm sorry that you can't like i'm sorry that you can accept that you know i can give you some monetary compensation sean gets even more pissed off he's like he's like your dad being a drug dealer had nothing to do with me he's like you know you could still be sued for slander and he walks away of course this pisses sean the fuck off right you know he's sad that he can't really do anything to to why at that moment you know he's not like an awful person he's not just gonna suddenly kill him right Mm mm-hmm Back at the garage, Goompa gets Sean info. He's like, hey, I got this inside info from a friend that there's a warehouse that Tawai has. And this is where he stores and keeps his drugs, right? So Sean um, brings Namo with him, Namo, his son, to go check out these vacant buildings um, around the warehouse. Because, you know, the people who know vacant buildings the best are graffiti artists. And so he's like she's like yeah i'm gonna bring my friends back here to do graffiti because this building is amazing he's like yeah but let me do what i gotta do first she's like okay sure so um basically you know sean calls white they set up to stake out at this abandoned building like across a few blocks from the warehouse right so they can you know start spying and start plotting out the next mission sean takes white to see the next a nice view right Mm -hmm. they're you know they're talking they're kind of flirting and he basically stands on the edge, looks like White in the face, and almost falls off. And White grabs him. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, a trust fall. See, you trust me, and I love you. And, well, I just don't love you, but, like, you trust me, and so I trust you. And, you know, we're both feeling something. And so they basically kiss and they confess, right? And we're just like, per, we love, I love my crime with a little bit of romance. You can't really hate that, right? They kiss make out on this tent which was a gorgeously filmed scene it wasn't like um it wasn't awkward first of all often gun i've been doing this for like six years <laughs> um but it was just like this very you know cozy make um scene or whatever so in the middle of this scene you know white stops and he asks sean he's like if i'm not the black you used to know will you still be okay with that and sean's like i've never known you better than right now like you know they cry and you know because girl what i tell you um so they you know he cries they get back to kissing his heart's beating faster and then we cut to a heart monitor right and black's heart is beating faster and faster and i'm like oh shit it's he's like i'm like there's no way that they both feel each other's pleasure as well i think it's just pain but because his heart is beating fast my nigga black opens his eyes i said he's back (laughs) black is back but i was like not his brother falling in love with his frenemy waking him up from a coma (laughs) i don't know i don't think this was actually in the series but he's just like he's like white's basically you know has another monologue where he's just like i thought my heart could only be connected to my brother but i guess it could be connected to sean's and like not like an actual connection way but like a more emotional connection so yuke and yuran go on a date right and Yoran tells Yoke um, about his first graffiti tagging. And it's like this depiction of a police officer 
and like depiction of people being shot and he says yeah when i was like in special crimes or drug and trafficking i shot a fleeing suspect and i said please don't tell me this is the cop that shot sean's daddy and lo and behold it's the cop that shot sean's daddy i was like oh this just got even more messier <laughs> like the 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 strings of connection bitch they've they've gotten messier right so yoke's basically like i want you to come meet my mom i'm like yoke bitch you've known this man for how what a week two and you already bring him to come meet moms anyway so um, I guess Duran went to go with the car the next day, and Yoke is walking somewhere where he realizes being followed, right? So Duran shows up. They end up losing the tail. Duran offers. He's like, look, I know what you're doing. It's dangerous. He's like, I'm a police officer. I can help you. I've got shit and friends on the inside. And Yoke is like, um, you know, you know, Yoke is like, eh, I don't know about it. He's like, but you know what? I trust you, bitch. They kiss. It's cute. Again, we love seeing pretty people together, right? And so, <laughs> um, did my favorite scene with Eugene happen? Now, remember, Eugene is Black's ex, right? And her and Graham are in this weird situation with Black. And so Graham goes back to Eugene. He's like, I apologize to Black. I hope he takes you back. And Eugene is like, why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> you made me seem, you know, like, you're embarrassing me. We broke up. I don't need to. She's like, he's like, but you're just so happy with Black. And you still love him. She's like, pause, Graham. I don't need you to fucking do that for me. It's over between me and Black. Like, shut the shit down. Like, it was just such a, it was a bomb ass scene because she was just, um it's very common for women to be used as like tools and bl movies as like either villains who are like this symbolism of misogynistic patriarchy somehow mm-hmm. or they're not really giving any agency as characters and so i pre- again i know the bar is in hell so i appreciate this scene for allowing the female characters to be like he's not in love with me i don't need to go after him anymore so stop that shit, right? We are slowly assuring we're making, you know, ways for better stories by doing that, right? It was a fantastic scene. And, you know, I don't know why Graham is on his white knight bullshit <laughs> about getting them back together. Because he, I think he believes he's the reason they broke up, which was not it at all. Black broke up with Eugene because he didn't want her to be, you know, um, in the line of fire or something were to happen, right? Mm-hmm. And so we go back to Shauna White. They're being lovey-dovey. You know they're being really lovey-dovey. <laughs> they so they're in front of the 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 the, the abandoned building, and so they're kissing, they're flirting, and we get the third person point of view of somebody will watching them first, mm-hmm. and then as they leave, they're being followed, and so they end up losing the tail. So obviously somebody knows something, right? Because mm-hmm. this is the second member of the gang to be followed. Um, they end up heading to the garage. They're very cautious about getting into the garage is like what if this has been compromised but it's safe there's nobody there and you know sean spooked about this and um and white's just like comforting him um you know they they start kissing again and we get an and then we hear like a, a we get a thunk and we get a third view perspective of somebody watching them again and i'm like who the fuck in my head i'm like is that black is that who is that who is it because like why wouldn't they show us who it is, right? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> they, you know, check. There's nobody there. And then White gets a call from his mom. And she's like, 
black, I need to talk to you. Come meet me at this restaurant. And White agrees, right? So Sean walks White to his bike only to find Namal, who is Sean's son. You know, they weren't dating, but it was kind of like, um, well, they weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. They weren't dating, but they were like always hanging around each other, right? Mm-hmm. And so Namal's outside. And she's like, hi. Uh, yeah, no, I just, this, you know, she's like, she's a little awkward. And White leaves. And so Namal confronts Sean. She's like, are you in, are you in black seeing each other? And Sean's like, yeah. And Namal's like, um and you know sean apologizes and i was like it's fine we you know we never asked each other to be each other's you know exclusive or anything like that thank you for telling the truth she just walks away right i'm like thank you another good scene of women agency being kept in the bl space i know i know the bar is in hell but i appreciate that (laughs) so um white heads to his apartment right only to find out that on the ground floor there are thugs outside guarding he's like oh shit so he just climbs the wall to his unit right the lights off he grabs a bat he starts fighting with this hooded figure only for it to be black and i'm like he's like so the twins have finally met after 15 years after nine episodes the twins finally met you know white tells black you know i've been pretending to be you i'm trying to find who did this to you black smacks him with like no hesitation like it, it's not even like they've been you know how you you would think that if you had a senior sibling in 15 years it would be awkward yeah. no they're like the both of them are just like very back into the rhythm of being brothers and so white's like yeah i've been pretending to be you i've you know i got into the gang and black slaps him with no hesitation he's like that was stupid <laughs> he's like that was stupid um white asks black have you met anyone black says no and black's like well you didn't meet todd and black says did you meet him and white's like yeah he you know he helped me replace you he said you've been deceived todd is the one who hurt me listen okay (laughs) yes run marrying her money for predictions (laughs) run marrying her money for predictions because girl i i did the same thing when todd was in the beginning i was like you're a little too okay with this man (laughs) going into this dangerous situation you're a little too encouraging and not enough you know cautious about him right and so i thought he was a snake too so when we got confirmation he was a snake i was like okay purr 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 okay now we're at episode 10 um we're almost done only got two pages left episode 10 todd goes to the hospital to find black and black is gone he calls um black aka white's phone and um, you know, Black tells White to tell Todd to meet him at his place tomorrow. So um he's like, I'm gonna go meet Todd. You stop <laughs> um you stop hanging around my friends. You know, White warns Black that there's guards downstairs. Black's like, I got this shit. You go back to whatever the fuck you were doing. Um, there's no place for you here. As he's walking downstairs, Black's like, I'll handle this. There's a place for you. Go back to what you're doing. White says, he's a part of the group too. And Black says, Are you sure they will accept you? When they find out that you've been lying to them, especially Sean, hmm, I don't think so. Right? Cool, little brother. Get the fuck, get the step in. Um, Black goes and beats the brakes off of these thugs. And so we, we see a very clear distinction that white can't fight. Black will beat a bitch down. <laughs> After beating the guards, he warns white to go back to his own life and leave him and his gang alone. White's like, I can't believe the last thing I'm going to do as Black is to meet their mom. So he goes to the restaurant. He meets their mom and she's like, how have you been? Let's eat. And so they just start having this conversation. You know, White's, you know, White's not the same White he was at the beginning of the series. So he's like, how can you ignore all the wrong that is going on and call yourself a justice keeper? 
you know? You know, they're having this conversation about, you know, justice and power. And his mom was like, I'm okay with it. I'm happy. She's like, no matter what you do, nothing is going to change, right? And this is something that is said throughout the series, that no matter what these kids are doing, nothing's going to change. The protests will stop. Um, if they take to Y out, somebody else is going to have power, right? And his mom was just like, she's like, think whatever you want. I'm here to warn you that what you're doing could kill you. You know, you're not supposed to be doing all the stuff that you're, you know, doing all this illegal stuff. It's very dangerous. You know, you don't know who you're messing with. He's like, why would I die? She's like, it won't change anything. And then, you know, crying, White's like, then you have no right to ever teach me anything. You know, his mom is like, you could see also kudos to whoever played his mom. She was in like less than like four scenes. But this scene right here, the Michael, the expressions for both of them, you can see her coming to the realization that, you know, nothing's going to change. Right. And she says, well, well, let's consider this a final meeting. And she says, pass on my words to Black. She's like, I know that's not you, right? And I was just like, purr. Moms know. She's like, I have, you know, I gave birth to the both of you. The minute you walked in, I knew you weren't Black. And then she says something that broke my heart. She's looking at them. She's like, you have to stop thinking of Black. You know, you're ruining all the, the hard work that me and your father put in um, for you to have a better life. And he's like, stop using us as a fucking excuse um your marriage was not gonna work out anyway and she's just like i'm not she's like i lost black but i'm not ready to lose you even though we're not close and white says to her well you're gonna have to live with it and he just walks away and i'm just like heartbroken because the dad didn't care about black the mom had given up on black and now you have like white coming face to face with his mother after 15 years and her just you know her realizing that her both of her sons are in far too deep for her to do anything it was a very sad scene um so then graham this is also something that i was not expecting graham apologizes to eugene about you know trying to do what's best for her and then he confesses he's like well i like you do you want to go out and i'm like what (laughs) what i was like nigga weren't you in love with black well that doesn't even matter because you know graham calls off very pansexual to me but it's whatever but i was just like you and eugene really um that's a messy still because she's still black sex <laughs> but um they have that scene so we're back at the garage and sean tells goompa that the security is too tight at the warehouse um there's nowhere we're going to be able to get in like that like or get a, for the four of us to get in like that and goompa is like well then we're just gonna have to lure them out um and goompa's like we have to use a fake we have to get you know, if Tawai's got connections and political ties, he's definitely got connections with the cops. He's like, I think we need to make ties with the police or somebody to get an arrest warrant. Because once that word gets to Tawai, Tawai's going to want to move the drugs, right? When they move the drugs, they can take the trucks. And so Sean is like, me? Work with the police? A cab. Absolutely not. <laughs> and Yoke walks in. He's like, I know a good cop who will help us get with Tawai. Sean's like, uh, fuck no. And Yoke is like, he, um... He's like, if he does anything suspicious, I'll deal with it and I'll kick myself out the gang. And Sean is still like, uh, fuck no. <laughs> and so then Uran, you know, pulls up. He's walking in. Uran's name's also Dan, but I'm just going to call him Uran. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> Sean, he's, Sean says to him, don't walk in here any further. I'll beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Sean is really not having any of this. So um, Yoke throws on the gauntlet. He's like, we'll do a sparring match. First one of three points you know, gets to decide if they work with Uran or not. And Sean wins. He beats the dog shit out of Yoke. <laughs> and um, he beats the dog shit out of Yoke. But Goomba, 
you know, tries to talk to Sean. He's like, if this dude was really such a bad cop, he wouldn't have came here in the first place. So, you know, maybe that's enough to trust him. You know, Yoke doesn't trust people that easily. I mean, I don't know about that. Yoke was sprung pretty easily, though. <laughs> and so he says, well, just let me talk to Black first and we'll think about it. He's like, um, he's like, what we're doing can mean life or death. Like, this is a very big, like, if we, co- if we go from being, like, passive to combative with Tawai, we have to be ready for the consequences. And Gupa asks him, are you willing to give up your life for it? And Sean pauses. Our Sean is changing. He's not ready to give up his life and Gupa is like he's like oh did you find somebody you want to live with for the rest of your life and Sean is like what Gupa's like bitch don't try me I know y'all are dating (laughs) he's like you can't fool me (laughs) and he's like yeah he's like she's like but just be make sure that you tell you know white aka black fake black that you love him before it's like too late you can't just assume that he knows right so Sean's like okay cool so he's like preparing to confess so we jump to white who is thinking about Sean, right? Mm-hmm. And in this flash flashback, this is back to when they were staking out, right? In this flashback, they start playing Never Have I Ever, right? So you ask the person, Never Have I Ever, you know, seen a duck. If they saw a duck, they drink, right? And so they're going back and forth, and Sean has never have I ever been short-sighted. And I was like, oh, fuck, girl, bitch, does Sean know? He's like, never have I ever been short-sighted. And white drink, white asks a question, and then Sean goes, Never have I ever had a sibling. I said, hold the fuck up now. Hold the fuck up now. Is our boy Sean on the, does he know? Does he? It feels like he knows, right? He's like, you gotta be honest or it's no fun. So white drink. And, you know, even with that recollection, white is just like, I guess he just was suspicious of me. He didn't even put two and two together right then, right? Mm-hmm. So Sean calls Black's phone, hoping it's white picking up. Again, we don't know if Sean knows if they're twins or not. We are just under the impression that Sean is still suspicious of white pretending to be black, okay? Calls phone, black picks up, black, not white. Black picks up and they arrange to meet. Oh, God, I hated this part. So Sean, you know, he walks up to black and he's like, you know, do you remember our promise? He's like, I want to ask you, can we like be together? Will you stay with me forever? And we get a flashback to the scene of white and Sean in the garage. Remember that third perspective we got? It was not Namo. It was fucking Black. So Black saw them kissing. And remember, Black and Sean were never on good terms, right? They were frenemies. They were like acquaintances, right? Yeah. My heart broke. So Black kisses Sean and then spits on the ground. He said, that's my answer, bitch. I said, no! (laughs) Sean looked broken. I, broken, bitch. Sean is like confused. He's like, black what's going on what what are you do this and so black starts to beat the shit out of sean he's like fight me fight me and sean refuses he's just like grabbing onto his legs and so basically you know black beats the shit out of sean sean goes to find namo and tells her that black dumped me and she's like you selfish son of a bitch you know how i feel about you and you came here anyway period namo but she still comforts him because they're still friends and so he's angry he's upset but you know sean is in a very bad emotional state but he goes back to the garage and he goes to yoke he says let's talk with the cop i'm ready to do this shit um we'll make plans tonight so we cut outside of the garage and some goons pull up in a pickup truck they got guns in hand they got bulletproof vest on it's only three of them but i'm just like oh fuck right 
So the crew wants Black to be a part of the plan because Sean just can't go in and sneak in by himself. And Sean's like, no, I don't want him to be a part of it. He's like, we're here to talk about it. Goompa says, did something happen between you and you and Black? And Sean's like, we're here for business. I don't want to talk her personal stuff. And Graham is like, bitch, if the personal stuff is messing with our mission, you need to tell us what the fuck is up. I'm like, period, Graham, period. <laughs> um, so then they're talking, the goons walk in and just start shooting, bitch. I don't know what the plan was. <laughs> they got, you know, they just got handhelds. They don't have AKs or anything like that. They got handhelds. They shooting it. One hit Sean. Goompa gets Graham to throw a smoke bomb. Uran, it's Uran, Yoke, Graham, and Goompa, and then Sean, right? So the four of them get away. Sean, who's been grazed by the bullet, also just got, you know, he also just got the mess beat out of him. So he's not in good condition. He misses his timing to run when the smoke bomb comes off. So he's kind of like, on the verge of not on the verge of passing out but like he's not doing well and so then all of a sudden the lights cut off white comes back white comes back and drop kicks the dude with the gun the only one who made it out i guess and that's the end of episode 10 we roll into episode 11 we're almost done you know the crew head back to a stowed away bikes you know and we cut to a scene of the real black our real black mm-hmm. arriving at todd's place with the loaded revolver. And I'm thinking to myself, bitch, <laughs> I know you got to exact revenge. I want you to just stop moving by yourself, right? Because that sounds dangerous. Doesn't that, that sounds dangerous to you. <laughs> it sounds dangerous to me. To the to the man that put him in the hospital? Yeah. Exactly. 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 I'm like, we're not thinking with our, with our, with our, with our, with our right brain, black. We cut back to the garage. Yoke realizes Uran is shot. So they, you know... Basically, um, White saves Sean. They all hop on bikes. Sean and White are on one back. Uh, Goompa's, you know, in a, on another bike. And then Yoke and Uran are on another bike. Yoke and, you know, they've all kind of split up. Yoke realizes Uran's been shot. And Uran's like, we can't go to the hospital. You have to take me to this, the hideout, right? Mm-hmm. Back at Todd's. Todd, you know, he's talking to Black as if he's White. He's like, White, come here, have a drink. And so he's like, yeah, um, I sent my men to go look for Black because, you know, we can't find him. And I sent them to the garage to track down Black's friends to see if he's with him. And, you know, fake white Black is like, oh, where would he run to? And Todd's like, he wouldn't run. He would come for revenge, right, Black? And Black pulls out the revolver and points it at Todd, only to realize his drink has been spiked. So they start, girl, when I tell you, I said, if they kill my nigga black, I'm going to riot. I'm going to cry. So they start tussling, right? And they're sitting on the edge of this pool. They start tussling. They fall into the pool. And Todd basically starts, is drowning black. Mm -hmm. And because, you know, black and white are connected, white, while driving this motorcycle, starts to feel his heart go crazy. Him and, um, you know, he slows down the bike and him and Sean fall over, you know. And while, while he's choking and drowning black, Todd is crying. I said, bitch, I don't give a shit about your tears. (laughs) Crying? (laughs) so he's crying and we get this flashback to todd and black talking they're talking about power they're talking about corruption they're talking about all the stuff that they've been talking about the entire series they mentioned mlk and i was like hold up but they mentioned him in the right way they were like you know you know mlk you know black is like martin luther king you know 
was all about nonviolence resistance. And, you know, you, you know, he did that. He um, basically, you know, prompted the civil rights movement. And then Todd goes, yeah, and he was killed for it. <laughs> He's like, our communities are completely different. He's like, there's still races that exist 50 years later. And so they're trying, to me, the story is trying to be like, Todd, um, you know, Todd is also a good person. And he, I don't believe that, but they're just like, Todd also believes that power is corrupt, but you can't change it. So he believes that you just have to become one of the people that has power to change stuff. Okay. They both hate the system. Black wants to destroy the system. Todd wants to change it. Mm-hmm. Those are their standpoints. I think they failed utterly on making, convincing me at least, that Todd was a good person. Did you not see the way Black was in a coma at the beginning of the series? He just, and he almost, and he's choking. He's he's drowning Black, right? But he pulls Black up, um, like right before I guess he dies and passes out. And, you know, they're having the same old conversation about how nothing changes. White wakes up fine. You know, Sean was freaking the fuck out because, like, you just fell out in front of me and now you're okay. Duran refuses to go to police because it'll get everybody in trouble. Yoke, you know, takes out the bullet for him at the hideout. Um, And so he's like, you know, I think, you know, I can't die with this guilt. And so Uran confesses to Yoke that he's the one that killed Sean's daddy. And we get a flashback to see, we've seen a flashback of, you know, Sean getting the news about his father. Mm-hmm. And so he, uh, he was the police officer there. He saw Sean, he saw Sean's face. And so Sean and White are back at uh, the abandoned building across from the warehouse. You know, White's bandishing Sean's wounds. Sean's like, you left me. What the fuck is going on? Um, He's like, why are you, you know, he just had the, that encounter with Black. So he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Um, You know, you left me. What the hell is going on? And White's like, well, I mean... I couldn't just let you die. But Sean is heavily confused. And, you know, I understand it. You don't know what the fuck is going on. You still don't know he has a twin. (laughs) So, but, you know, he bandages Sean up. It's a graze. Sean's not heavily injured. But, you know, he leaves. Basically, when Sean wakes up, White's gone. Goompa comes to pick him up. And they all go meet at Uranus Studio. So, Goompa brings Black to the hideout. And Black is like, the fuck we have a cop for? He's like, you about a cop here? Y'all fucking insane? And so, Sean um sean is more suspicious than ever that something is amiss so when black goes to like smoke he's like i told you to quit he's like you haven't been smoking lately he's like whatever don't want to talk to me leave me alone so sean um stands to do a trust fall and black doesn't catch him and sean is like oh, okay he puts two and two together and basically this is so funny he handcuffs black right with one hand and starts to fight him and then he cho- he kind of not chokes him out but he like you know like subdues him like in a with a fighting motion or whatever like mm-hmm. an arm bar or something and he's like you have a brother don't you you have a fucking twin don't you and he's like tell me i know something's wrong because you're not the black that i fell in love with and black's like stay away from my little brother and that's the end of episode 11 and so we're just like oh shit things are coming together um episode 12 right black's like i She's like, Black is like, I told him to go home. Stay away from him. Shauna's like, I'm going to find him, bitch. You can't keep me away from him. That's the man I love. And so um, Sean goes to unlock the handcuffs. And then Black throws the key away. And I'm sitting here like, so what now? <laughs> Both these guys are sitting here handcuffed. And so Gumpa walks over. He's like, why are y'all playing with the handcuffs? What the fuck are y'all doing? He's like, he has a twin brother. Y'all need to start a war. And 
and they're both like, you knew? He's like, yeah, I knew. <laughs> He's like, I knew right after y'all burnt down Tawai's house in episode two. And I'm like, per. <laughs> it was very unbelievable for white to be black in the first place. So I'm like, okay, one character, at least knowing the entire time, makes up for the fallacy in some of these the logic of the plot right so Gupa is like he's never he's like I taught him how to shoot a gun and I saw his hands he's never worked a day in his life of course I fucking knew and so he's like why did you let him do this he's so dangerous he doesn't even know this life that's what Black is saying and Gupa walks up to him um your brother he's very good at what he does and he's better than you so shut up <laughs> you know and so Sean and Sean and Black have to work together to find the key and so then Gupa questions Black it's like what the hell happened to you where have you been he's like listen i had a friend named todd i found out he was dealing with Tawai. i tried to get some information he beat the shit out of me and so i couldn't get any information um and so he's like white's gone back to his old lifestyle so we don't have to worry about that anymore and goop was like there's no way that white went back to his old life so easily uh because he's changed um you should go find him and go talk to him right and so black and white meets up and black begs him he's like please don't don't come back to the gang. Go back to your life. We get the nuance that Black is begging him, not only because those are his only friends. He's only he's also he's like they don't listen to me, and that can result in their death on the missions. It can also result in your death. He's like, and I can't lose you as my last and only family member, right? So they have this scene, and White kind of comes to the resolve that he's gonna leave. He's gonna go back to his own life. He's gonna let Black, you know, give his give Black back his life, right? And so Sean finds White. <laughs> Sean finds White and you know, White runs away and they get to this moment on this like um on top of this it's not a rooftop, but whatever wherever they are. And Sean asks White, he's like, You can't just leave me. He's like, at least tell me your name if you don't wanna like that. He's like, Well my name is White. And so, you know, Sean is like, you know, on you know, breaking down. He's like begging him to come back um and just explain yourself since the mission is tomorrow like tell me what's going on and white just says i'm sorry i can't go back he's like sean's like okay cool remember that promise that i that i won he says he asked white to never show up in front of him again and girl i was like no my babies so then girl we we cut back over to graham reminder graham is the man who kissed eugene when black and her broke up he goes to see Eugene and he points out, oh, you've been keeping this keychain? And she's like, yeah, Eugene's like, yeah, you want me to throw it out? Bitch, tell me why it's the same type of figurine that was found in Black's room in episode one and two. I said, this story really did have me thinking. <laughs> I was like, ain't a straight motherfucker in this shit. And Graham might have been the straight motherfucker. I don't know. Graham still comes off as very pansexual to me. But I was just like, so you're telling me all this time that Graham was in love with Eugene? And it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't black. So what had happened was when Graham gave the figures to Eugene, mm-hmm. he gave her one. He gave, I mean, the other ones had a B and a G on it. And she's like, oh, G is for our friend Jean. Oh my God, these are so cute. And she left them in Black's room. So this story had us thinking that Graham was in love with Black, but he was in love with Jean. And I was just like, this is a weird part of the story that I don't, it's not clicking for me, but whatever, right? So Graham confesses oh god more mess so graham confesses right and mm-hmm. um eugene is kind of with it she's like graham's not a bad person he's nice they start to dance they're feeling each other she hugs him and behind her watching them is black black walks over 
and you know Graham's all getting defensive he's like don't come at Eugene come at me he's like I'm the one who kissed her she's like bitch that's not what I'm here for move <laughs> and so Black asks for a hug so he basically he's like saying his goodbyes to everybody right mm-hmm. um Black asks for a hug and he's like this might be the last time we see each other he's like can't you just hug me eugene's like why do you sound like you're gonna commit suicide he's like you know me i wouldn't commit suicide right so we cut back to white at the harbor and he's like white is heartbroken you know after that encounter with sean and he's like i have to i have to tell my show my brother how painful this shit is and remind him of our connection right so black and eugene kiss eugene tries to not eugene black tries to kiss eugene graham stops him white then jumps into the harbor and starts drowning and black immediately feels their connection again right so black is almost you know on the floor dying eugene and graham are spazzing out they're like what the fuck is going on what the fuck is going on black what's wrong with you he can't speak um white you know i was like but white can swim because they showed us him swimming in the beginning white swims he basically surfaces right he only did this to like warn black like if you die i die if you're in pain i'm in pain we're connected whether you like it or not right and so black after feeling that agony he gets up he apologizes eugene he says i'm sorry for making your life difficult i'll never come back into your life again right so black goes to see white and you know he's like i felt the connection i get what you're saying and you know he's like there's really nothing i can do to stop you can i from seeing sean or like being in the gang or whatever and he's like well yeah and you know and black says well you have to protect yourself you know i love you this might be the last time we see each other they're crying they have this scene and i'm just like what the fuck we because black hasn't said what he's doing but he just keeps saying to everybody this is maybe the last time we see each other right so we cut back to uran uran tells sean remind you this is the day of the mission right this mission that they're going to do about the the drugs right they have to sneak in and get evidence of the drugs being in the warehouse so they can get an arrest warrant right and so even though yoke told Uran, don't tell sean before the mission about who you are what does Uran do because he doesn't want to feel guilty he goes and tells sean who he is the day of the mission and sean is like sean basically sean looks at him grabs his gun and says, pay with your life. And I'm like, that sounds like Sean. Duran raises the gun to his temple, but then Yoke comes in. Yoke is like, what the fuck is going on? Yoke and Graham, but Yoke is like, what the fuck is going on? It stops him before you can do anything. It sounds like a life for a life, bitch. You killed my dad. I've been looking for you everywhere. Die. And then Graham asks Sean, she's like, if you really think, do you really think eye for an eye is justice? And Sean is like, you know, you know, justice. He's like, justice is just the gate. Oh, uh, he's like, something about the, the law is just the gate of justice i don't know whatever he's saying some profound shit and sean is like well if we could believe the law we wouldn't be standing here and graham says okay if you think that you're right then take the the gun and shoot your ram himself and i was like oh per graham coming in with the words of wisdom mind you graham has been the kid in this whole story who's constantly been more extreme towards law in itself so for him to be like if you really think you're right then shoot him he's like Listen, none of our, our plans are not going to work if you don't stop being having a prejudice against Duran. He's here to help us. Sean takes the gun from Duran and then he just hands it to Yoke and he walks away, right? So Sean decides that he's going to go get evidence about the drugs at this manufacturer himself. He decides to go on a mission by himself and Gumpus tries to stop him, but he's like, um, Sean's like, listen, this is my plan. I got to do it. Gumpus like, okay, fine, whatever. Sean leaves, White pulls up. 
Um, and it's like, I'm going with you. And Sean's like, no, go back. You just said you weren't going to come back into my life. Um, but Sean is, listen, Sean is also sprung and was just like, it took a, like one kiss from white for Sean to be like, okay, you're never leaving again. <laughs> and I'm like, really, really all of this shit. So Sean and white sneaked into white's warehouse. They take pictures of the drugs and the appliances. Sean makes white promise him to tell everybody his real identity. This was the funniest scene in the world because they go back to the hideout and it's Goompa it's yoke and cram. And they're, like, showering using, like, rainwater or whatever because this is an abandoned building. Mm-hmm. And he literally says to him, I'm not black. I'm black's twin white. And Yoke and Graham look at him like, haha, that was funny. <laughs> they, like, don't believe him. Like, we've been waiting for this to happen. And, like, we thought something dramatic was going to happen. They were going to be mad. But Yoke and Graham are like, bitch this is not funny <laughs> no no bitch like that's very funny thanks black is this another test or whatever graham even throws a bucket of water <laughs> on he throws a bucket of water on um um white he's just and white realizes like what the fuck was i so afraid for they don't believe me like i have to explain this slowly so they hand over pictures basically to the boys and the boys finally get it and so they now everybody knows that sean and white are dating or whatever so now we're in episode 13 we're gonna wrap this up really quickly because episode 13 is just closing off all the story ends right mm-hmm. so so wait sean hands over the pictures to you know Yuran and Yuran is going to is his name Yuran or Yunar have I been calling him the wrong name the entire time I don't know it's it's Yunar why have I been calling him Yuran anyway (laughs) the cop he um he uh hands pictures over to the cop the cop goes to hand it over to his person to get the arrest warrant right so Graham asks Eugene for insurance about their relationship and she tells them she knows what they're doing like i know you guys are the the leaders of this like this protest movement or whatever um and he's like listen i can't tell you anything right now i'll tell you when we get back Gunnar meets with his inside guy and basically sends letters to send words to yoke that they should be prepared to go steal the truck with the drugs right because the plan was that they were going to basically alert to why that somebody knows that he has drugs in the manufacturer and the police are coming to search so when they move the drugs the guys are going to steal the truck and they're going to drop the drugs off in front of Tawai's building not a very well thought out plan but they're going to do it anyway white and sean go to stake out the warehouse until Tawai's man move the crew steals the truck yoke tells sean once again that it's very dangerous for them to take these drugs to Tawai's company especially and White's like, yeah, there are people protesting. This could get really out of hand. And so Sean, not listening to Yoke, but listening to White, decides that they should take the truck to the police control unit that is stationed around the protest, right? So we cut back to my lone ranger Jedi Black back at Todd's place trying to kill him. And I said, "Did this, this didn't end well the first time. So why are we trying it again? But Black... It's like, I can't just let Todd live in peace, right? And I respect that. Huh? <laughs> and I respect that because a man almost took him out the first time. <laughs> right, right. Like, is Black doing something very dangerous and stupid? Yes. Do I understand it? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. So they scuffle. Todd gets the upper hand. Black is handcuffed or whatever. And Black asks Todd, if you can go back in time to the day where you almost killed me, would you have done it? I mean, would you killed me? Would you have just ended then? Or would you still make the same decision? And Todd, like, tears in his eyes. It's like, 
you could ask me 107 times, I would still go back and I still wouldn't have killed you. He's like, listen, we might be on different paths. We have the same intentions. And I know the story is trying to make us believe that Todd just wants to be a part of the system so he can change it. I don't believe that. That, Like Merit said, he almost took Black out. Black was in a coma. Um, we basically just end that scene with Black basically getting his gun back and having it pointed at Todd's head. We cut back to the truck drivers who were on their way to Tawai's company only for there to be a police stop in front of them. Everybody starts to panic. They're like, they ask, yo, did you tell, did you tell, um, Yunar where the fuck we were? Like, did you, and, and like, Yoke's like, of course I told him he's on our side. He's like, nah, bitch, I think we've been, I think we've been betrayed. So they speed past the police check. They abandon the truck as they're leaving, you know, goons in an unidentified truck pull up. They start shooting at them. Yoke gets shot. Sean makes a distraction. Goopa picks them up and they're like, we have to go. We have to, we can't, we can't like, we can't fix Yoke's wound by ourselves. We have to take him to the hospital. And then after he wakes up from surgery, we just got to dip, you know? And so they get to the hospital. Yoke gets saved. They get out of surgery. And the guy's like, hey, we got to move. We can't stay here. They're going to find us. As they're leaving, Yunar shows up with the authorities. And he says, the people in power sit here to negotiate. And they don't want this on the news. And they will guarantee everything safety. You just have to come. Don't resist arrest. And I'm sitting here like, bitch, Yunar, did you just really finesse us? Like, what's happening, right? And so, as you, you know, like, handcuffs Yoke in his wheelchair. And it's just like, I'm sorry, but this is necessary. And we find out that Yunar had been, um, his, they had used his, his parents' lives to threaten him to betray the boys. And so, like, you're sad about it, but you understand it. And so, as they're like, everybody's kind of moving towards the elevator, guess who shows up? Motherfucking Black! coming and taking it. When I tell you Black's last few scenes in these episodes it's just him coming to beat the shit out of people. <laughs> He's like, bop, bop, fifth bam, boom. The crew gets free and Yunar helps them. He's like, this is all I can do for you. You just gotta go, right? So the crew split up. Black lures the police. Now, <laughs> this is where we have a little... Um, this happens a lot in Thai series where they just do stuff and I'm just supposed to accept the fact that Special Forces has come into this Two special forces, three special forces officers, and two of them are dressed in war combat ready gear in a full hospital full of people to arrest people. And I said, that makes no sense. Because, <laughs> like, you, you're you watching Black, like, lure the police and beat their asses and shit, but he's, like, walking past nurses and doctors and patients, and I'm just like, so, they didn't, I mean, I guess it's they didn't want it on the news, but... Am I supposed to ignore the two special force officers with AK-47s just walking around? <laughs> but the crew gets out of the building, right? But they get captured as soon as they're on the ground floor. Um, they get captured. They get in the back of this truck. Black somehow, you know, Black gets away because Black is, you know, Black is Black. But they're in this truck and everybody is coming to the realization that they're probably going to get killed, right? So they have these very sad moments where they're all like under these hoods crying and panicking and white turns to sean and he's like promise me he's like cry now get it out now um and when they take us out of this truck um don't cry don't cry in front of these people and so you know we're just like oh no our boys lives are in danger but somebody took a picture of the car that they got kidnapped in and because you know the protests are still going on 
So the protesters, I guess they drove near or by the, where they were having the protest. The protesters saw the van and they huddled around it in this really like awe-inspiring moment. Like, let our friends out, let our friends out, let our friends out. They opened the truck and the, our boys are free. Nobody dies. And, you know, they released a crew. Um, uh, You know, Graham asked Eugene to wait for him because they're probably going to go to jail for like trespassing. Uh, Black has returned since the hospital trip, but then like in the next scene, he meets White and we find out that Black didn't kill Todd, but he did beat his ass into a coma. And I'm like, purr! <laughs> and so, you know, some time passes. Um, Yoke holds an exhibit of, you know, his paintings and the p- painting of Uran is there. Uran shows up. Um, you know, Uran's asking him, what do you think that person that picture was thinking? He says nothing. Uran punches, no, Yoke punches Uran. Um, he's like, don't forget your promise anymore. So I think they're going to get back together. And then Sean and White promise forever to each other. And that's it. That's the end of our series. Woo! Oh, a roller coaster, was it not? Yes. <laughs> For 14 episodes. <laughs> All this happened in 14 episodes. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. So, um, I hope you enjoyed the little murder mystery. I want to know your thoughts after hearing the plot. <laughs> um, um, yeah, it sounded good. Um, I do like the fact that it was 14 episodes, so I guess they were just hitting all the plot points um, mm-hmm. with every episode. And I don't know, the love story sounded really cute. <laughs> it, it is. Honestly, Off and Gun have been doing this for so long that it's just, there's no questioning that the, the, that the love story is very much adorable. Yeah, I don't watch Thai dramas, and I know mm-hmm. who Gun and Off are. <laughs> because I've seen them so <laughs> you much. You do? At the very least, I know their names. Their, their names are not um. <laughs> that is so interesting i didn't know that but yeah i think because you like um mess and drama mm-hmm. i think you enjoyed a lot of thai lockhorns i think you do enjoy a lot mm-hmm. of them so what are lockhorns lockhorns are like thai soap operas okay <laughs> yeah so they they some of china and thailand are like neck and neck oh, well no i put thailand at least one step ahead of china when it comes to the dramatics bitch because when I tell you, when when I saw Graham and Eugene together, I said, this shit just got messier than I thought. And then you're going to tell me, not not Graham, but, oh yeah, Graham. And then Yoke dating the man who killed Sean's father. I was like, you, uh-uh, uh-uh. And like, of course, there's, we can critique John, the, the, the drama about like, the believability. When I tell you, after like the first five episodes, I said, this is the worst <laughs> the worst execution of a twin identity swap that I've ever seen. White literally walked into that bitch and said, hi, I'm black. Like, no, the preparation was all aesthetics. I'm like, you didn't, like, search through Black's room, try to pick up his habits. Like, does he drink? Does he smoke? Does he, like, none of, there was no research. White just, like, just, I was like, bitch! <laughs> bitch! And I'm glad the story pointed out all of the flaws that white was doing even though everybody was still okay with it because i mean at the same time you have to remind yourself if your friend was acting weird you would not think they had a twin if you didn't know like somebody who looks exactly like them like that's crazy but i'm i'm glad you got to pick you found who the murderer was i was like i i know mary's gonna pick this up (laughs) 
well not even murderer todd was just i don't know the execution of todd's storyline i think they didn't do it they kind of packed it all into the last two or three episodes so i don't think it kind of went over well with me because yeah. they were just like todd is you know he's just like black no todd is not just like black <laughs> did you see how injured black was in the beginning like no mm, was there anything that stood out to you in the plot that you remember the most essentially what is it white seeing his mom after what 15 years and losing mm-hmm. her i was like damn that's real sad. finding out that your dad um necessarily isn't the best person in the world and then finding mm-hmm. out your mom is also <laughs> yeah person that's so yeah sad. yeah that was a really that was a really it was a really well executed scene too that's probably one of my favorite scenes in the show um, that was one of my favorite scenes. The scene of Black and Sean being handcuffed was just so out of the, out of this world comedic and Goopa just coming, Goopa being like the know-all Yoda of the series was also funny. He's just like, he has a twin brother. Y'all don't need to start a fucking war over, like, ch- calm your tits. Calm your tits. And you know, of course I can also critique the story further about being like, all of this vigilante justice, it's four of them. Five if you include Goopa. It's just the four of y'all just wreaking havoc. <laughs> so that was interesting. There was a lot of, um, I skipped over a lot of the conversations about law and corruptness, but they, they handled those conversations well. Like they even talked about the Harambe law and stuff like that. So it was like a very um, 20, 2020 script. The acting, um, it was okay. There was, only one person that kind of fell flat for me at times, which was the character, the actor who played um, Yunar, who is Gavin, who I love. He's so fine. Um, but his acting kind of fell flat for me at some points. I do appreciate the director for being able to bring out a lot of the acting in Off, who plays Sean, because Gunn is probably like one of the top actors in GM, and he's very good at this role. I commend him for all the action he did, the dedication of making black and white two completely different characters, but off sometimes when he meets directors, don't push his boundaries in acting. And so sometimes I find some of his scenes to be a little awkward, but in this one, I can say like, I felt, um, I, I believe Sean, I felt for Sean, um, especially when Black kissed him and then spit. I was like, he just looks so broken. Like, Sean is so easy. He just loves, he loves White so much. And so when Black did that to him, I was like, no. <laughs> but uh, I haven't watched a BL in like, I want to say two to three years because um, I was traumatized <laughs> by uh Make Our Days Count, which is mm-hmm. a Taiwanese BL that just ended in ended in ruin. Um, I'm, and I never really got over it. So kind of jumping back into the world of BLs. And I know that a lot of them are problematic. And I know that people that end them can be problematic. But I just haven't enjoyed a series like this in a while. Like, Mary, when I tell you my job was like, I was like, why am I? I was like, it, it's funny because I was like, I can see all the flaws in this story, right? But bitch, why am I invested? I was it'd be like that. when <laughs> it'd be like that. When Black woke up, I was like, 
I was like, I was, I wasn't expecting him to come back until like episode 14, 15, of this like 13, 14. When he woke up, bitch, I said, oh, shit's going down. And then, dude, shit's going down. And I was like, and the reason that we rescheduled this like three times, y'all, because I just didn't want to start episode 10. Because I knew, I knew it was going to be sad. I knew that it was just going to be just completely just like ruined me and it did it ruined me it ruined sean i was just super sad about it but um i'm glad i finished the series i definitely um i definitely give it like a i think i gave it like an uh an, an eight this is a really good it's a really good series and i think it was well executed i think the vr genre doesn't get a lot of action packed shows especially action packed shows that are well um yeah actually i'm doing 8.5 it was really enjoyable i'm only taking off like the point and a half for the uh the fallacies in the plot but it was really enjoyable i loved it if you could tell by this very long ass episode i would be editing this for hours <laughs> but i wanted to give mary the tea and i wanted to give you all the tea that's the hopes of your go watch it um, it's a really fun show, and I just haven't had this much excitement in a show in a while. Miriam, what was the last time you were super invested into a show? Super invested? Um, I, it's been a minute. Mm. <laughs> a TV show? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. It's been a while. Oh, well, mm. no, I was going to say business proposal, but no, that doesn't count. Mm. Okay, yeah. That, yeah. But um, I love Not Me, the series. I commend GM for stepping up its quality every year. And so um, I also loved Off Gun first, Papang, Mond, Fluke. I love them all. And so I can't wait to see what they do next. Um, but if you enjoy Not Me, the series, you know, come talk to us on Twitter at comments at our TikTok at comments podcast. Or even... Come talk to me in our Discord. We can chat about this for days in the Discord, baby. I'm down. Um, also, uh, if you like the series, don't forget to uh, you know, tweet at us. And if you in- appreciate this two-hour recap of what is essentially a f- probably 15-hour, 14-hour series, uh, give us a five-star review. If you don't want your toast to be burnt, you should give us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. And the Crime Junkies will return later this month. So make sure you have your notifications on and be prepared for that. But until next time, I'm Tori. I'm Marin. Bye-bye. Bye.